0: Hello there, champ. Welcome to our, um, the pilot episode of the Solve podcast. As you must have heard, the So podcast is here to just help you demystify examination questions and prepare your mind for the kind of questions to expect during exams. So today we are focusing basically on Lagos history, and I have here um, Pinero, who is one of the students in three hundred level, is going to be helping us to discuss uh, the um, several questions in the twenty. 20- 2018-2019 set of 100 level. That's like the past question. So, we'll be discussing all the questions in the past question and, of course, uh, we hope this will help you prepare better for your examinations. So, um, Pinero, um, it's, like, it's nice to have you. Um, so, the first question is, um, what are the sources of Lagos history? Okay, so let's spice this up a little bit. Um, I have here with me also, um, Joseph. I have Pinero still here. I have Kuka and I have myself. So we are going to be discussing this second question together. I hope you are ready guys. So the question is um, attempt a critique of the plausible story relating to the founding of Lagos. So this question basically is asking for the two accounts, the two conflicting accounts of the foundation of Lagos that is the origin of the people that first settled in Lagos. So we have the Awori account and we have the Benin account. So, Pinero, what do you have to say about the Awori account?
1: Okay, the Awori account of Lagos is that of the aborigines, the auto stones, the original settlers and founders of Lagos. Now, when you talk about the Awori accounts, those that belong to Lagos in particular are called the Aworis and the reason why they are called the Aworis is because the first and founding father and the only father of Lagos that was able to, according to oral account, chase a rat from Ife down to Lagos did so and it was an Awori of course so he gave that nomenclature by his tradition to the people called worries. Now Ogunfuminiri, Olafin Ogunfuminiri, chased a rat like I said earlier from Ife down to Lagos and he settled at a place called Isheri otherwise called Isheri Olofim. But Olafin there was just a title given to him. Ogunfuminiri Ogun, the god of Iron, give me wealth. He was an hunter so probably you could see now that an hunter wanted to kill a rat, probably maybe he forgot his gun, was running and chasing after the rat and wanted to kill it like that. So that dramatic story led to what became Lagos, the inhabitants of Lagos. Now he gave birth to children, children and these children of course expanded beyond Isheri to the island of lagos and they were able to man territories independently like a confederal system so he was their father but was just loosely involved in the politics of lagos at the time for example he had children some of these or amongst them was um onitono. oniru was onitono was um elegushi was arumire also abomire some accounts will say is oshoboja mm-hmm. if you read h.a.b rule political and cultural perspective of lagos you'll find him as osho now in a nutshell they dominated territories arumire was very Common because he was known to have, of course, swam across the lagoon to establish the first settlement on the island. The first settlement that was first used as a pepper farm, a resting place, but later, no, was first used as a rest, resting place after his expedition, his, uh, of course, expedition after uh, probably hunting, but later became a pepper farm. And the first because it is and was the first settlement it became of course prioritized as the palace of the Oba so the palace was built on that first settlement so there the palace was built and later on other stories other stories led to the Benin's involvement that we shall
0: discuss yeah yeah mm-hmm. to be sincere actually i think i have i, have, I think I, I follow your story um you were mentioning the fact that um all of was like the father like was the one that chased rats all the way from ife down to this place and ife do you have anything to add for
2: the okay you know when you look at the geographical location of Lagos as it stands and where it is located, you will know that Lagos itself is an island. And as that, the geographical location of an entity determines the occupation of what those people will do. Yes, we have had a, a history of how the people of Lagos came about to be, but it will be incomplete if we cannot add the occupation of those indigenous inhabitants of the area. Now, we can see that The people, the Awaris, particularly, because of where they lived and the surroundings, they were predominantly fishermen, though there were other trades like basket making, they were salt making, but they depended majorly on fishing due to the fact that they were surrounded majorly by water. Also, most of their men also moved into canoe building because this was also needed across for the occupation of fishing. And all this will just give you an insight of how the peopling of Lagos came about to be, the occupation and how they eventually multiplied and spread towards other parts of the region.
0: I think, I think that, Keno, that Keno building is what's going to put them into trouble because that was what um, the Benin people saw and, th- and thought that they were preparing for war and then they came back to establish like a war camp to conquer Lagos. And I think that that is the problem with um, the um, view that Benin people started Lagos. It is not possible that um, Benin people will be the founding fathers of Lagos because, of course, for there to be a conquest, there must have been some people who had already established like a form of settlement in the, in the area. Exactly. So um, now we move to the Benin account. Um,
3: okay. So. I think my friends have done a very good job at um, explaining that prior to the Benin, the influx of the Benin people in Lagos, they have actually been inhabitants of the territory. Okay, so um, but for the sake of um, expansion, I would like us to take a brief look at the Benin invasion of Lagos, or the Benin occupation rather of Lagos. Actually, um, towards the 16th century, it is said that the Benin people have actually taken advantage of the um, collapse of Oyo Empire, the whole Oyo Empire, to, to expand their territories and their sphere of influence westwards. So it is said that it was in the process that they actually did what they actually um, um, they actually came came into Lagos, you understand and they and they conquered Lagos. So even even so it is normal that what well, that they have some intrinsic values of the Yoruba people because as at this period they had already um, conquered some territories in Odoyo so it was only normal that when the Bini people it, um, um we have scholars that actually came to claim that um, the word "eko" was actually derived from the Yoruba word "oko", understand, meaning farm. So, um, um, and and another account have even come to today claims to the fact that it wasn't it wasn't derived from any Yoruba word, but was rather formed from the Bini language "eko", which was said to mean a war camp or a yes a war camp you understand so um okay and also as regards the um bini account it said it, it, um some account some scholars have came to put forward some claims to the fact that oba Obogwa, the den oba of bini when he when he actually when they when they when they, they settled the in Lagos, he actually um what do i call it now they actually appointed um a Ashika, which was said to be his grandson, as at that period, and they have been contradictly claimed to this because some some the, the, for the Lagos account as their account of the Aori people, some claim that Ashika was not actually the grandson of um, of Oba or something. Sorry if I pronounce that wrongly, but it was rather a chief in the Sherry, which was a conquered territory of the Bini people, as at this period.
0: Okay, actually I think um, this um, Lagos and Benin story is a very contradicting and conflicting one because there is um, also an account about the fact that there was a very influential woman who is Ainoe in Lagos. She was very influential and rich to the extent that um, she had, um, I think, um, she had some connections with the Benin people and her farm was attacked And then she called on the Benin people to come and help us settle disputes. But while the Benin um, messengers were coming, they saw um, some canoes at the shores of Lagos. And they thought that they were war canoes. You should um, have understood that when Koka was talking, he was making mention of the predominant occupation of the people of Lagos, which is fishing. That means there will be not a lot of um, fishing boats on the shores of Lagos. Um, The um, soldiers that were coming to um, Lagos at this point, seeing that that enormous amount of boats, thought it was um, a a war preparation on the side of um, the Aweri people. So they went back and then came, they went back to Benin and then gave the king um, a news that the Lagos people were preparing for war. And then that necessitated the conquest of Lagos or the invasion of Lagos in the period under review. okay so Ampinero you we were saying something earlier
1: okay yes concerning um, the stories that link the Aworis and the Benins now that link is the story of Aino Ileure. yes truly Aino Eleure, uh, Eleure was that woman that of course was that influential and rich based on the fact that she had and these goods were reared and you know there were so many to the extent that they served as a source of a livelihood or a means to her. Other people that also had such business and we say businesses in Lagos became envious of her wealth that she accrued and due to this they blamed her of having used witchcraft or being in practice of you know that um, evil witchcraft and everything this got to the king of lagos would i put it as king or the ruler of lagos at the time Ogunfumini, who was the sovereign you know of lagos at the time, and he 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 was able he was able to of course to the story in a way that didn't favor I Leure. So Ainoye Leure at the time was also having connections with the Benins and based on the fact that she did not receive fair judgment from Ogun forwarded this story to the Benins. So now the forwarding of this story by Aino Leure to the Benins brought their connection to Lagos. to Lagos and on their way to Lagos they saw because earlier we mentioned that you know the people of lagos were into carving of boats and rest they saw some boats that looked like warships thinking the people of lagos were prepared, were prepared for, war. for war so they went back to report to the then king Orogua, that this was what they saw and then the Benin's response was that of a punitive one, punitive measure and all to, to date is how is his story of conquest, how the Benin came to
0: conquer the people of Lagos. Okay, so um I think uh, while we were doing a class recently, the lecturer mentioned um, one um like historical writings that proved that there was life in Lagos before the conquest of the Benin people. Yes. And um you were mentioning um the um, explorer's name, um P-
1: yes, Pacheco Pereira.
0: Duard Pacheco, Pacheco Pereira. Pereira, in what year?
1: 1458.
0: 1458. And I would, um, after you have listened to us, I have a recording of the lecturer. It's going to be added to this episode, and I'm sure you're going to understand better the two conflict histories as to who is the founding father or the founding occupant of Lagos. Thank you for listening.